All right, college baseball fans, we have a special guest on today. Arkansas's finest, Patrick Wicklander, joins us. Freaking stud for the uh, Arkansas Razorbacks, ranked number one in the country. You know, this is our third year doing the podcast, and this is the first time we've had an Arkansas player on the podcast, so that is incredible. I know we have a lot of Arkansas fans out there, but Patrick, man, thanks for joining us. I know you're uh, having a great season so far. The team's having a great season. Kind of cool, huh? coming back from quarantine, like actually getting to play ball every day and playing those atmospheres. Tell us about it. What's been going on? Um, you know, we went to Mississippi State, Ole Miss, no COVID restrictions. So it was great to be in front of a full crowd there. Was that weird? I mean, like, well, that's got to be the most people you've seen in one place in over a year. Uh, yeah, it was. I mean, uh, Starkville, I mean, it's just great uh, hospitality there in Starkville and Ole Miss. Like, oh, those fans will get you. <laughs> Yeah, all those fans will get you, but it's always it's, it's always great against both of them. Did you, uh, when you were in Starkville, since we're already on this topic, when you were in Starkville on your days off that you weren't pitching, did you you hang out in the bullpen or in the dugout? I was in the dugout. I'm a huge dugout guy. You're a oh, dugout okay. guy. Now you're talking my language, man. See, big I'm locker room a, guy, I'm big dugout a, guy. I'm more of a put my hoodie on or my three quarter like jacket and go sit in the bullpen and just like. I don't know, put my phone in my back pocket. That was the kind of guy I was. And in Starkville, they'll they'll take care of you out there. Yeah, no, um, no, when my phone like when game starts, phone's away for me. But mm-hmm. you'll see fo- you'll see photos of me. I got a hood on. <laughs> I'm, like, as soon as I'm done, I'm comfy. Oh yeah. Like you look you look like you want to be me in the dugout. <laughs> <laughs> they show you on the camera and they're like people are just like, dang, man, that's you, you put your spikes on, on days off or do you go turf? Um days off, obviously turfs but uh i i gotta double check with hobbs like if he wants like if he needs me in spikes hey all right i'm in spikes yeah i've always wondered why like i've i've had teammates have their spikes on every game whether they're pitching or not and i'm just like dude it's like do you not feel uncomfortable it's uncomfortable to wear spikes knowing you don't have to dude they're ball players man anytime you can lace it up lace up the spikes you gotta embrace the feeling i don't know what you're doing you're selfish i don't even put a belt on on my days off i put a hoodie over my pants i don't even wear a belt too good for the team, man. Big eye guy. Big eye guy. Well, Can't spell you know, why, you know why I do it? You know why I do it? Because it's easier to get undressed after the game and get in the showers first before everybody gets in there. That's man, you're why in the I showers before the game's even over. I know you. But um, anyways, man, we're going to talk a little <laughs> about like your journey to Arkansas. Uh, I'll be honest with you, man. I didn't know where you're from until about five minutes ago when I, when I looked you up. But you're from California, San Jose. Born and raised. Dude, how did you get to Arkansas? I mean, what was the recruiting process like? So I committed my sophomore year or like fall, nice. going to my, fall going to my sophomore <laughs> year going uh, to Dallas Baptist. No way. Let's for go. Co- Coach Wes Johnson, who's now with the Twins. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he went to Arkansas. I followed him there my senior year. I was one of the last commits. And um, I actually committed without seeing the campus. Oh, well, <laughs> one of the big don't do this. And I, like – Obviously, kid growing up in California, like, yeah, I like the Pac-12, don't get me wrong, but I wanted to play in the SEC. Yes, like, it's what, it's It was my dream. So just being able to play in one of the best of it, like conferences in America, I mean, it's it's unreal. Like, you're facing dudes day in okay. and day out. Like, my freshman year, I faced against Jake Magnum and Antoine Duplantis, like, one and two in SEC all-time hits. Forever. Yeah, all-time hits leaders. Now, dude, that brings up a good point. Uh, I was going to save this question for later, but now that we're talking about, like, players, like, who's the one guy in your career you face and you're just like, oof, this guy's a stud? Like Spencer Torkelson and Heston Kerstad. Oh, dude. <laughs> so, you know, growing up, I've played with and against Spencer since we were, like, 12. 
No way. Okay, dude, tell us about how he was so, as a kid. <laughs> so him and I are like good buddies. Um, really great dude. Like hands down, best teammate. Real fun guy to be off like off the field. But he's he's from like a little small. Uh, it's not really small. It's like North Bay, Petaluma. Yeah. But when he broke the Barry Bonds freshman record at ASU, I'm like, what's new? Yeah. Like, you were kind yeah, of what's, yeah, new? Yeah. what's new? Like I think we're like it was his going into his senior year. He said, "Hey, coach, let me pitch." And our coach said, "All right, do it." First bullet was like 90. We're like, <laughs> okay. You're like, I've been working my whole life to get to 90, and this kid's just there. <laughs> yeah, just there starting with. I'm like, all right, Spencer, just. Hey, is that a I, thing? I was gonna go back to um, before. Is that a thing? Like, because we we always talk about how like the Pac-12 is like they're talented, they're good, they always have great teams, but it's just like that next level. They're always pushing yeah. to get that. And a lot of a lot of high school players in California are just like, I'd rather go play for Arkansas, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Vanderbilt, rather than going to UCLA, Oregon, Oregon State. Um. Yeah, no, like in California, like UCLA is like that big name school. Yeah. Yeah. Them and Stanford and USC, like, you, like usually the California schools kind of stay local. Like mm-hmm. every now and then you'll have like U of A have like the Las Vegas, the Arizona and the SoCal kids. Um, Washington, like Washington will kind of stay that like local area. They'll go like Idaho. Yeah. Um, Oregon will kind of stay within Oregon. A lot of NorCal, a few SoCal, a few Arizona kids. Um, but not, like, you're kind of seeing a bunch of guys kind of go East coast, like Jason Gonzalez. He's from Southern California. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we have another kid from Northern California on the team, actually, Ryan Koshu. He's yeah. about a few hours north of me, actually. Um, and it was his journey to Arkansas kind of the same as yours? His, he went the JUCO route. And hey, that's what I'm kid. talking. I, yeah. I went JUCO I, route too, man. I loved yeah. it. <laughs> I love the kid. So, 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 like, a lot of guys, their dream is to get to the East Coast rather than making their own hometown school or whatever. Because, like, you look at back in the day, even like, even now, you see Santa Barbara, you see Irvine. They're better than your most mid-major school. Like, like you look at like a Campbell or you or even any mid-majors on the East Coast, and then you look at the mid-majors on the West Coast. I'm taking the West Coast mid-majors most of the time on a, on a it, consistent basis. But then you look at the Power Five school, you're taking the East Coast teams. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I see what you mean. I mean, it's just how did that happen? Just, I. I you couldn't tell you. It was just kind of. You're something. asking it, it, him it, like he knows all the answers to me. It's just like in that question, like, are there, are there a lot of really good California players that like will say, hey, no, I want to go to Santa Barbara rather than go sit on the bench in UCLA? Because on the East Coast, guys will do everything they can to go play it out uh, at Mississippi State rather than going to Southern Myth. You know what I mean? I mean, I. I really can't. I, I mean, maybe that's the I, I, I really can't answer for other players. I mean, everyone's yeah. a little different. And <laughs> that was a loaded question, wasn't it? Demetri, that was not a loaded question. That was a terrible question. I mean, he's just playing ball in Arkansas. He doesn't know what's going no, on. No, I know, with other but kids. I know, but bro, <laughs> like, you wonder, like, how did that happen? Like, what's the mindset? Like, why, why, why some mid majors we'll, in California? We'll you know get a mid major player from California on. We can ask them. We'll get a coach on. We'll we'll do something. My bad, dude. My bad. <laughs> I was just asking the Cali boy. Like, hey, we'll get you a book. Any idea? <laughs> we'll get you a book. Don't let's focus. Let's that. focus Don't back on. Attack. Let's focus back on Arkansas and on all this stuff, dude. Patrick, man, I want to talk to you about something we talked about pre-show, and uh, how you said about a year ago 
you uh, you found out you had diabetes, like type one diabetes. And that was like during quarantine. So like, just walk us through that time, man. Like, was it like kind of nerve wracking? Like, were you, did you know what was going on? Like, what was going on there? So it was around like March, like what was it? March when season got banged. It was like March right 12th ish. Yeah, it was, it was right before conference hit. Like we were supposed to go to Mississippi State, mm-hmm. all that. And then, so it was like two or three weeks after I was, I stayed in Arkansas. My parents told me just to stay out there because in California, the uh, restrictions are like a lot tighter. Yeah. And uh, I was able to get into a gym out in Arkansas. I was able to throw still. So I started losing weight. Like I was down 25, 35 pounds in two and a half, three weeks. Are you serious? Um, Dang. Didn't, didn't know what I was doing. So I was te- uh, texted our nutritionist to see like, Hey, Anyway, I could get on creatine or like, is there like anything you want me to do? And she goes, uh, yeah, just like, so like in, start integrating in your meals. Like, let me know what you're eating. So I started just, just like sending her photos of what I mean. Like I'm not eating like McDonald's. Like I'm, yeah. by the way, I love to cook. I will hands down cook any day of the week. And so like, I made like my own chicken teriyaki, like bowl. Wait, what's, your, what's, your signature, what's your signature bowl or dish or whatever? Huge steak and mac and cheese guy. Let's mm. talk in my language. <laughs> so I sent her that she's okay, like it's not like you're eating anything crazy. So it was like a Saturday. It was May 23rd on the it was a Saturday. I was supposed to throw a bullpen. So I got a hold of our bullpen catcher said, Hey, I'm not feeling too well. Um, I want to go get checked out because I've been feeling like this for three and a half, four weeks at this point. Like, yeah, taking a, a shower. Point, yeah. yeah, it comes a point where, like, so you know something's wrong, like, more than just like, like you're sick. I swallowed my ego and pride and went to the urgent care. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, even taking a shower was a chore. Like, it was like I'd be out of breath. Did you after think a you, shower. did you think you had COVID? 110%. Yeah. Hands down. I thought COVID got me. Like, so I get to, I go to urgent care and I'm filling out the forms. I'm like half awake. Like, my hands are shaking just because how weak I am. I weigh in. I'm at like 169. I'm normally like 200, 205. When was the last time you weighed 169? Like early high freshman school? Year, no, freshman year of college. Oh, freshman <laughs> like year of college. Okay, not too first long. First time on campus. <laughs> so I'm, like, I weighed in. I sit, I'm sitting in the, uh, the room and the nurse walks in. So she's like, hey, like what's going on? So I tell her my symptoms and she like her eyes just like bolt open, like wide eye, like so you want to tell me? And she goes, well, we're going to run some tests first to see what's going on. So she goes, um, we're going to draw some blood. So I lay down. She like, my breathing is labored. And she goes, are you nervous? Not a single bit. My I've been breathing like this for the past two and a half, three weeks. Yeah. And so she goes, all right, we'll speed up the test. So she comes back in, like, first question, do you have family? Like, do you have family here? No. I, the closest family I have is in Carrollton, Texas. She goes, well. <laughs> She goes, well, you're going to like get a family member out here ASAP. I was like, are you like, can you tell me what's going like, on? Please tell me what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. And so first thing she goes, all right, um, we're 98% sure you're type one diabetic and we don't know how you're walking. So like an A1C, which is like the average glucose, like uh-huh. um, I was at 13.7. What's it supposed to be at? Anywhere between five and seven. Oh, the sheer sugar level. Yeah, but like that's like the average of a three month span. But like my blood sugar at the time was at like five twenty. Oh my! And God. to wow. give you, to, to give you an idea, your body starts like shutting down, organs start shutting down at like five fifty. You go to a coma at six hundred. No way. 
Yeah. So, so the you Dodgers were like, like close. Yeah, like I was. You were was borderline convulsing, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I was. She goes, if you didn't come in today, you wouldn't be here. So. Um, Jesus, man. So, the, so they call they call the ambulance. Have now you're sent. nervous. Now you're really nervous. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I'm just not nervous. I'm just kind of like still like kind of taking a step back here. I'm just like. Like really? Like, like this has I, to happen I, I, now? <laughs> like I'd rather have COVID. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. And um, so I text our trainer. <laughs> I text our trainer. I'm like, hey, um, I'm going to the ER because I'm urgent care is pretty sure I'm type one diabetic. I'll keep you updated. He goes, Do you do you need anything? Like, <laughs> like I didn't even tell him because I was like, I didn't want anything like serious stuff so i sent him my number he was oh yeah uh please keep me updated mm-hmm. yeah so i and i call my mom and i'm like hey are you like with grandma and she goes yeah i'm actually with your dad and your grandma so i'm like hey put me on speaker first thing my mom says this can't be good <laughs> yeah that's not what you yeah, want yeah, yeah 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 so i tell i said hey my urgent care i'm 98 they're 98% sure I'm type 1 diabetic. Here are my numbers. They said, one of you needs to come out here. I don't care who. Just get out here as soon as you can. All right, okay. No big deal. So my mom was able to come out the next day on like a Sunday. Got a flight out. Yeah. Um, luckily, one of the team doctors works within the hospital and was able to let her in. Mm-hmm. So I'm in the ER. I have double IVs going in both arms. They test my blood sugar again. It's going up to like five something, like five forty something. It's something crazy, and like double IVs, insulin drips on both. I had like the chaplain, like who was it? This chaplain talked to me twice in the ER. Are you serious? Oh I'm my like, God. I'm like, what? Like what? Like I'm. I just feel like absolute crap. Yeah. And the week before was my like my current roommate's twenty first birthday, and we're at a lake. Like I. I don't think I touched a drop of alcohol. Yeah. And they're like, like, you didn't feel up to it. No, no. Like I cramped wakeboarding, like in the middle of the ride, I just fall. I just fell. And I'm just like, yeah, uh, yeah. You're (laughs) like, this sucks. Yeah. I was like this, like I felt awful. And so they're making fun of me for it. So the next week I said, <laughs> the, the ER, I said a selfie. I was like, hey, guys, I'm diabetic. <laughs> <laughs> right in the group, like, yo, what yeah. up, boys? So I'm in the ER and then they're like, all right, we'll get you in the ICU room. Like, and I didn't know what the ICU was at this point. I like. You just thinking so, like, okay, they're going to bring me into a room. Like, <laughs> yeah, no big deal. Yeah. And we're, she's, the nurse puts me down the hall, looks to my left, looks to my right. I'm like people on ventilators, people like people that just look like way out of shape, like not good shape. Yeah. Like it's it's no going back. Yeah. And I'm just like, this, this is it. Like, this is just the new, this is the new reality for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like that, that's where it hit me. It hit me like a damn train. Mm -hmm. And, um, so l- luckily the nurse, I was kind of taking all my information. She was, she was a type two diabetic and she was like, Hey, like, I feel for you. It's okay. I was like, I'm not scared. I'm just kind of like taken back. Yeah. 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 The, uh, like I'm still trying to figure out like this is actually happening. Yeah. So, um, that first night I got blood drawn every three to four hours. I got my blood sugar checked every hour. So it got to the point. It was like at two 30 in the morning. I'm just like, I could hear the nurse walking. I'm like, 
take it from wherever I don't care. <laughs> don't care. I'm not moving. <laughs> but I am just like mentally and physically exhausted. And I didn't, I haven't eaten since before I got to urgent care. So it's been close to 18 hours at this point. Cause they want to get my like blood sugar down. Oh, let me tell you when they said, here is a ham slice of ham between a piece of like two pieces of white bread. I was the happiest kid in the world. Scarfed it down. <laughs> oh, I ate it before the nursing took a step away. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean uh, so like, at what point were you like thinking like am i going to play baseball ever again like were you thinking no, about that yeah, yeah so how did how did how did this transition so the transition wasn't bad i mean it, i i could sit here and tell you it's been a blessing um nothing like i haven't backtracked i haven't done any of that i mean i sent new prs in the weight room my velos up just like do you think it's because like maybe you're taking care of your body better and you, like, yeah you create so, better habits so talking to coach hobbs he was saying that so like my freshman sophomore were kind of up and down up and down and he said like this you could have been dealing with this since freshman year because it was like one time like the whole staff got in trouble i can't remember what it was for but we were doing time polls and i looked like i was one of the more uncon like i you look like it looks like i never ran before yeah like that's how bad it was I mean, I like to say I look, I look in shape and yeah. it looked like uh -huh. I never did cardio in my life. <laughs> so dude, I'm sure that had something to do with it, man. Cause like, I know like pre onset diabetes and stuff like that is like a real thing. And, um, so like, I mean, you could have been battling it for, for years. Like, yeah, I, and my mom, like I was telling her something cause there was that one point I couldn't read my alarm clock from 10 feet away. That's how bad it got my eyes. Like I didn't wear glasses before this year. So you think it has well, something to do with your? I mean, by the way, the, the the glasses are a great look on the mountain too. Like, hey, like wearing the, them at all I, times. I like to think so because I like. Yeah, dude, I can't do the, I, the, I can't do contacts. You really? I I, I, my, I can't stand glasses. <laughs> I would forget to take them out. Yeah, well, I can't touch my eyeballs or else I'll throw up. So like, I have to do. I, I would have to <laughs> do glasses, dude. I'm not an eye person <laughs> dude, at all. I have the I have the like sleeping ones, and I go like three weeks without touching them. Yeah, disgusting. I can't. <laughs> but, I can't uh, stand glasses. But anyway, so let's I was talk say, a little baseball. Oh, go ahead, Dimitri. What are you gonna say? Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna same thing. So, so now let's let's fast forward. It's um it's fall. We're heading into the winter. You guys are getting ready for your season. COVID. You guys are starting to prepare. Like, hey, we're playing this year. Um, you have your new routine, your new habit. You feel like a new you, right? One hundred percent. I mean, I don't know if y'all read the article, but like, you know how like guys step on the mound in game action and get coming back from Tommy John, like how everyone's excited for that. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I it just felt something like that. Like it's like I almost wasn't here anymore. Yeah, yeah. I'm still, I'm still here pitching. That is so crazy. And so, so like, let's let's talk more like baseball. Why did you feel better on the mound like in the fall, or did it take time for you to say, okay, yeah, I'm, I like where I'm going with this. So in the weight room, yeah, I felt great right away, uh, just able to get back. But, like, it took me a few weeks to kind of figure it out on the mound and stuff like that. Like, the first few weeks were rough, but then, like, as soon as everything was figured out, oh, I just – it's, like, left foot in front of the right. Like, everything just kind of started falling into place. Yeah. So I got a question for you about, like, pitching-wise. Because I, I was never a pitcher growing up. Dimitri was a pitcher his whole life pretty much. So I think they're, like, the way I look at it, there's two types of pitchers out there. There's pitchers that, you know, kind of trust their stuff. They don't care who's in the box, you know, whatever. And then you have pitchers that are like very analytical, like study, you know, hitters tendencies and things like that. 
So between those two options, I'm sure there's hundreds of more options, but like, are you someone that's going to do your thing no matter what? Are you someone that's going to adjust like batter per batter or maybe team per team? Um, I'm, I like to say I'm kind of in the middle, like I'll adjust team for team, but like, as I'm, I like to say, I'm going to make an in-game changes. Yeah. Um, like Hobbs, uh, OP and me, like, and I, we go in with a game plan. We kind of, we go with that game plan until like they start adjusting and we kind of adjust with it. Yeah. And do you, do you like starting or relieving more? Like what's, if you um, had to pick one, like, let's say start game, you know, the uh, last game in Omaha or finish the game out in the bullpen. Like you get either the last out of the game or like the first like twenty one outs. Which one do you take? Uh, I mean, preferably I'd rather get the first twenty one, but I'm it don't matter for me. I just like competing out there. Yeah, that's just how I've always like that's how I've always been growing up. Yeah. So all right, so now we're 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 in SEC play. We're we're in the full belong to the season. You guys went down to Louisiana Tech. Everyone was talking about that weekend. And what was what because I, I know everyone was talking about how rowdy Roostan was, the Love Shack, all that stuff. What was it like playing in Louisiana Tech? You know, you guys are it's rare for a mid a number one team in the country to go to a mid major park and it feel like it was like a legit competitive series. I mean it they were a good team going in. We knew that going into it. Um I think it was that Friday night. Like they had their apartments just People yeah. stacked in and out. There's smoke coming out. Were you guys expecting grilling. that, or were you like, "Whoa"? Uh, yeah. I mean, we kind of like we kind of expect that. I mean, especially with the names on the front of our jersey, we kind of expect that everywhere we go. <laughs> yeah, 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 um, yeah. So, but just kind of seeing that, like, it was cool to see it back, especially after COVID. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, it was really well, that cool was your to see first it. real atmosphere, huh? Yeah, I mean, because bomb, like, we've had limited limited capacity. Uh, they said they had limited capacity. It didn't look like it. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, just being able to see all that and just hear it all, like it was, it, it felt good to be around that again. Yeah, for sure. Now, uh, let's get into some fun hitting questions here. Uh, you know, I always have this theory that every college pitcher thinks at some point during the season or maybe the whole season, like, hey, stick me in the lineup. You know, I can still produce. <laughs> what are your thoughts on it? Like, when was the last time you like took regular at bats? And, like, do you think you can compete in the box? Hold, hold on, Ben. I want to add to that. I saw your teammate Lockhart say something about hitting, and I was just like, okay, well, dude, I, need to, I need to know more about this. Like, Lyle Lockhart was a two-way stud for the University of Houston for, like, three or four yeah, years. So, so yeah. that's what I was saying. I was, think, I was wondering. I was like, there's no way Van Horn is letting his pitchers hit, or I could be totally wrong. Um, no, we aren't taking any competitive at bats. I have messed around with like pitchers BP since being yep, on yep. campus. <laughs> the last time I got penciled in the lineup was like my ju- like halfway through my junior year of high school. So you were PO from like junior year of high school until now. Like basically, yeah. 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 But like you could still compete in the box. Like I'm sure during like pitchers batting practice, like you t- you put a couple over the fence. Does Lockhart do- Give me go one ahead, or two. Go ahead. Yeah. Give me one or two over the fence. That's yeah. about it. But I'm you're not. Hitting, gonna... You hitting gappers the other way, like seeing it deep and. Spread. That's always that's always been. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you, I just saw on your on your roster, like you're a right-handed hitter, and I love how they have pitchers like hitting like do they hit left or right-handed. You should go ahead and just put it a switch, like just put it as a switch hitter. Like you're never gonna hit in a real game, so like I think that'd be fun to like put on your roster. Like, do you... Do you think Lyle? You think Lockhart will ever get it? Does he have any at bats at Arkansas yet? No. no. Do you think he'll know. ever get one? Because I know you guys want to see him one time. Oh, we do one hundred percent. 
uh, I just don't know. I, it's just it's just all about timing. Yeah, like I he guess. might come in the game and like relief or DH might get burned or something. I don't know. How did he not get to hit against Pine Bluff? Like I thought for sure he was going to get a chance. <laughs> we had we had a pitcher base run and then we had Wolgerman hit. I mean. Uh, like I'm not the one making decisions. Yeah, it's I mean, not Wolf, your decision. <laughs> Wolgie was in the game. And but, he, uh, all right, so um, is Van Horn? Is he more of like a players' coach? Or is he more of like a business first? Like you guys more kind of? I don't want to say fear him, but you guys kind of like had that uh, like little extra level of respect because some coaches you feel personal relationships. Some are like, whoa, like I got to listen to the boss man. I'm going to go ahead and answer it for him. He's probably both, right? Like, that's what everything I've heard. He's a mix of both. Don't get me wrong. Because don't get me wrong. One of the best coaches out there. I mean, you don't do what you did without building relationships. Right. I mean, hands down, like, there is a lot of respect for him. And you feel like you have to uphold that respect and just kind of, like, like, it's not integrity. It's not really integrity. It's just, like, you got to uphold, like, the razor, like, the name for him. Right. Yeah, the tradition, like, the the respect to the program and all that. And, And, uh, Especially co- like coming after Norm, like Coach Norm DeBrian too. Like he's even still around the games yeah. and just seeing him being around him. Like you should have that utmost utmost respect for him. Uh-huh. He also does build relationships with you, and it, like it's it's probably one of the cooler things. And he'll yeah. mess around with you guys and like have his fun time too. He, he he'll he'll pick his fun. Don't get me like, wrong. He'll like, laugh. He'll because yeah. like hey, Sully at Florida. Like this is just an example. I've never seen the guy smile. Like, there's some coaches, you're just like, damn, dude, let us smile out every now and then. I haven't really watched any Florida games. I, I don't really know anybody in Florida. So, I mean, yeah. I haven't really heard much about I'm just that. Saying, I'm just saying, like, an example. Like, so, yeah. like, I, I don't think I've ever seen Van Horn really smile, Ben. Have you? Oh, yeah. I've seen really? him smile. I mean, like, he looks like a, I mean, like, seems like he's got a good little sense of humor. Like, is he one of those guys with, like, a dry sense of humor? That's kind of how I like. Actually, him. he has a very good sense of humor. It's not dry at all. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Nice. No, that's cool. Um, so we're about to, uh, like I said, we're on the free Zoom and we kind of like it. We've had a ton of people offer us to pay for our, our like full Zoom. So uh, what we're going to do, we're going to take a little 30 second timeout. Okay. And we're going to give you another, we're going to send you another link pretty soon. All right. And then we're going to finish uh, up this interview, but we only have like probably like 10, 15 minutes left. Okay. So uh, hang tight. Dimitri's going to send you another uh, Zoom. It should uh, be there in like a minute. All right. Let's say. All right, so we're back from our little free Zoom 2.0. Here we go. Commercial and break. Commercial break. Yeah, this, we gotta this make com- it a commercial break, dude. <laughs> this commercial was that's actually not a bad idea. Um, but dude, so you guys are in uh, South Carolina right now, one of the you know better SEC and just better ballparks in the nation. Man, it's a beautiful side over there. Have you played over there in Columbia yet? No, this is actually my first time. First time. My first time in South Carolina. <laughs> yeah dude you're gonna have a good time man they have a good little uh student section there and like fans that get a little chirpy i feel like you're the type of guy that like feeds off of that though you know going on the road like having fans chirp at you is that like something you you build off of or do you kind of tune uh, it out uh, i kind of tune it out but like hearing some of the stuff to say is kind of funny like i'll kind of laugh about, like <laughs> to myself about it and i'll kind of like say something to some of the uh, guys on the team about it later i'm like all right that was a good one yeah, <laughs> good one. Those guys are. I mean, they're professional chirpers out there in the SEC. But hey, what, um, was, what was more? I would want to say hostile because you know how it is. Arkansas, Ole Miss, and Mississippi State—they argue all the time. Who has the best stadium? I, I always just think like, why can't they just all be equal? They're all beautiful in their own way. 
That, that sounded lame the way I just said that, but I mean, it's the only way to say it. it's like might as well write a all, poem, Dimitri G. I know, right? That was so like that was so like sweet and heartfelt comment. But what what would you say is like more hostile? I mean, like you you like stepping on the mound in Mississippi State. Did you feel because you know how some parts you feel closer to the mound and stuff like that mm-hmm. feels easier? Like what did you what what do you feel was the difference between those two parts? Wow. Um. I would have to say Mississippi State, they definitely chirp you a little bit more because their student section is like in right field where we warm up. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but Ole Miss, like they got their bullpen, like they have like uh, like their, their version of like the rebel, like their hog pen is like in left where like people are cooking and stuff like that. But obviously there's two sections in right. So there's like this giant metal wall back there and oh, they'll just start banging on it. Yeah. <laughs> Then there's like a little restaurant right behind where the catcher set up, and like you have so many people just watching you, just yelling stuff at you. But I mean, overall, I mean, I want to say Mississippi State, like they chirp a lot more. Yeah, they chirp more. Yeah, but no, the thing I, is, like, it, but the thing is, like, if you beat them, it's like, all right, here, hats off, you guys beat us. Yeah, they they definitely give that respect, and like we've seen it in like regionals, then like you know, showering the other teams with you know appreciation and stuff like that. But um, yeah, man, South Carolina's gonna be a fun weekend series. Um, is there like any kind of pregame rituals you do or like, um, you know, maybe a day that, you know, you're going to pitch, do you do anything different or is it like pretty consistent every day? Um, it's kind of pretty consistent. I just got to get up and move around. Like I just mm-hmm. can't lay in bed all day. Uh, one thing I do, like if I know I'm starting, like I don't go on social media at all that whole day. Really? I see off Instagram, Instagram, Twitter. Like, I'll just kind of scroll through Facebook, but like the two main Two main ones, like obviously all Snapchats, like text and stuff yeah. like that. But it's like Instagram and Twitter, it's just like there's so much hate on those, man. There's just so much hate on on those platforms, and that's um, wild. I, I I've I, I think you're one of the few people I've ever heard that doesn't. I go on social media on start days or game days, whatever. And it, see, it, like I th- if it's like game days, like I, yeah, that's cool. But it's like, hey, I need to be mentally like, hey, locked yeah. in, like. There's no need to see all like the hate, like, oh, hopefully he does this or maybe he'll do this. Like, no, it's just like. Are you more like on start day? Do you think, all right, so like, um, let me put this in perspective. For me, when I, when I was starting, I was normally a reliever, but I started a good bit too. I couldn't stop thinking about the start for the moment I found out I was starting. So like <laughs> day before I get my, my, I get my pitching chart. Cause you got a chart the day before. Mm-hmm. I couldn't stop thinking about my start. And by the time I got on the mound and started, I was so damn tired mentally that if I gave up a run in the first, I was like, dude, all this freaking thinking just for this. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> so like, are you more of like a, so what I'm starting? Or are you more of like a, you visualize your start to the freaking like pebble of dirt? <laughs> um, I, I like, I, I'm not going to say I don't like visualize it, but there, there are times I'm like, Hey man, I want to do this, or like I want to do this, but it's like most of the time it's just kind of like, hey, it is kind, of, it is what it is. Get your body right, get your mind right, and then like as soon as I walk out of the pen, oh something flips. Yeah, like, no, just I mean, something, that's something I think that's flips. what separates like a real gamer from like someone that's just there for fun, man. It sounds like you're a big gamer. Now, one of the fun questions I had written down for you: Have you ever been on Pitching Ninjas? Um, like, has you ever? Should, have like, you made it? Have you made it yet? As they should say, like no. Pitching Ninja tweeted about you. Okay, so that's our goal this weekend. We're gonna get you on Pitching Ninja. Uh, Dimitri does a good job cutting clips, and we just like tag him in the tweet and like send him some stuff. And I'm pretty sure he takes some of the clips, makes it his own, and then sends it out. So 
we're going to get you on pitching ninja this weekend. So look forward to that. Cause I think as any like amateur baseball player, like that's the goal, like get on pitching. Ninja. Yeah. Have a oh, little yeah. like two way ball, like slider going this way, fastball going up. Like, I mean, it's cool. It's cool. Kevin Coffs getting all the love. So is Casey. Oh, I mean, it's, I cool. it's cool to have those guys. I mean, yeah, you know, it'd be pretty cool to end up on pitching, Ninja. <laughs> We're gonna get you on there this weekend. That's our goal. We're gonna tweet hey, out I mean, every I mean, single. Yeah, you got to do your job <laughs> so I can do my job. Yeah, I'll get you on pitching, Ninja. But you got to do your damn job on the mound. That, that, no pressure though, right? Uh, it's not the lot. It's just snap not the most one off. I've heard. Just snap one off. O two count. If it hit the backstop, so what? Just snap one off. Damn, that was nasty. What's What's the <laughs> hardest pitch you've ever thrown like on a recorded radar? And you can brag. This is your time to brag. Like, there was got to be a time where you're like, oh. Okay, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> it was like a nine. It was like ninety-five-seven against Mississippi State. Yeah, so rounds up, right? Did you? Yeah, rounds up to ninety-six. Did you velo check it, or are you more of like a? Oh, I'm, every 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 now and then, I'll definitely do a little velo check because like so, like against A and M last weekend, there was like two times like where Casey just puts down the sign. I'm like, I'm just going to throw this as hard as I can down the middle, <laughs> and I'll I'll let out I'll let out a little grunt. Oh like, yeah. You can hear you can hear. I did against Auburn a few times, and like a look. Oh my God. Only, 90, only 91 <laughs> yeah so <laughs> let me well. let me train you on a pr style you just say that you have to peak every once in a while to make sure like you're still at your best like you know things are still going well it's, oh yeah no 100 like it's a mental you have thing. to <laughs> i below checking i'm like dude i'm not looking anymore like that yeah. was awful that was awful like i'm not oh, looking no. there'll be times i'm like like i'll throw one i'm like i felt really good you're like hey I'll is that gun right <laughs> i'm like Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I was going to say, hey, Velo's down today. Hey, gun's not right. Don't worry about <laughs> it today. <laughs> no, actually, the, uh, when Bryce Miller for a was pitching, he threw a bullet at 94, but the gun ran at 89. <laughs> We're just oh, like, that no. ain't, We're like, that ain't right. <laughs> oh, that so guy hasn't next, been 89 since like his sophomore year of high school. <laughs> and then next bullet it was like 96 like yeah. there it is <laughs> yeah like that gun was just off but um anyways last little question here for you before we let you go we know you got to get some sleep tonight for the big series um so let's say uh well first of all i want to ask like are you the guy that when a recruit comes on campus like they're like hey patrick like show this kid around like i feel like you're that kind of guy every california kid and i love it yeah dude it's like something in your blood and that's how it was like at both schools that i went to um, you know, it was the California kids or the West coast kids that just have that like natural, like kind of easygoing swag, like confident and, you know, able to show anybody around at any time. Yeah. I mean, um, what don't you like, I mean, the thing is you, there's nothing to hate about Fayetteville first okay. of all. And second of all, like it's a huge baseball sports environment. Like Arkansas athletics at right now is training uphill no matter what. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Do so you keep track? Are you keeping track of your success as a recruiter? Actually, it's – I mean, not really. Like, I can't I, – I'm not going to start listing off stats. Like, I'm just like <laughs> – I'm, yeah, I'm 7 for 11 and uh... – Yeah, I'm 10 for 13 <laughs> on my commit. <laughs> oh, like commit – no, no. That's why – oh, I'm like 1 for 3. Oh, that's right. the, the one that commit was Max Muncie. Wait, from what? Max Muncie from SoCal. He's a oh, kid I, from my. I was well, thinking no, like no, no, not the, not, not the Dodgers. <laughs> I was like, damn, how, how, how young is he? Like, how fast can he make the big leagues? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, the other one was my buddy. He had, like, he took a visit out here. 
he liked it, but he ended up choosing Stanford. I mean, good for him. He's a really smart kid too. Um, and the other one ended up going to Oklahoma State. Like so he they didn't deserve there. to be in Arkansas, anyways. <laughs> no, nah, they're. But I mean, we all we we still keep in touch. Like we'll still snap, see how everything's yeah. going. No, that's cool, man. Yeah, I think people forget sometimes, like. Even in SEC or in just college baseball in general, you have so many friends and so many teams. They're like, oh, you're supposed to hate this team. You're supposed to hate this team. But when you're on the mound, it is what it is. But you peek at each other in the dugout. You're kind of you, – you, like, I, I think people forget that there's – so many players are friends. In college no, like, baseball. My freshman year, I, I, le- I knew at least one player on every team except, like, two or three. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, one, those like, guys. like, one of my buddies I played summer ball with ended up pitching at Mo State. And our bowling coach was like, "How do you know someone here?" <laughs> that that I was that same dude. Like they're like, "Why do you know everyone?" I'm just like, "I don't know." I I guess I just talk because I go down the right field line of BP and I talk to the whole damn team, and then I go to left field <laughs> for the other games in BP. And they're like, "Dude, what are you doing?" I'm like, "Dude, I like to talk to the other team." <laughs> no, I'm not the dude that will go out of my way, but it's like if someone talks to me, it's like I'm not not going to like cold shoulder. I was like, "Nah, like yeah." I think it was like the, cool. I think it was a Friday. Like I was in right field, and like now the visitors' bullpen's like in front of that new building in Baltimore. Uh-huh. And like a few of the uh, Auburn pitchers was just kind of like asking, like, "Do you pitch with a pump on? Like, what? Like, what's the deal?" I said, "Yeah, it's just kind of in my back pocket. Like, no big deal." Then like one thing led to another, and they're talking about their friends, talking about their friends. I mean, yeah. it's just like it's just That's it's cool. like. It's the bond that like college baseball players get to build versus like other college sports. You know, you're there for three games and then like you get to know the guys a little bit. You see them every year. Yeah, I mean, if you if you look back, like even our in our regional my in nineteen, like Central Connecticut, like some of their guys were like in the hog pen while during our games. <laughs> oh, I remember that they were. Yeah, yeah, I and, like, and our and our fans were just loving on. Like it's just it's just kind of shows like what kind of like fans we got and like what kind of hospitality. That's we have. Awesome. Awesome. But it just shows that, like, hey, we're not, like, yeah, you're playing against us, but it's like we're not going to just hate you. Yeah, <laughs> no, like you right, guys are, right, you right, guys right. are people too. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right. No matter where hey, you go to school. Where did you play? Did you play summer ball? I guess every I'll, summer except last summer. I, I haven't played summer ball. <laughs> you haven't. Mm-mm. Is there a reason? Uh, freshman year, uh, Coach Hobbs wanted me to stay back, which is uh-huh. just innings limit. Last year, uh, COVID. Obviously. Obviously. Yeah. Okay, so okay. I mean, and you were and you were dealing with like diabetes stuff. So. Yeah, I like I was on the verge of death. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. You you were he had an excuse to absent. Yeah, but like my freshman year, I played like a month or so with like a uh, this little summer ball team in California. Like I was like thirty minutes away from them. I mean, uh-huh. Austin That's... Austin Wells was on that team. Yeah. So I mean, are they playing summer ball this year, Ben? Do you have any idea? Yeah. Oh yeah. We're supposed to. So back full go like normal. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you are you planning on it? Or are you uh, go draft? What what's your uh, plan? Depending how depending how June goes, June goes. Like if I sign, like I sign. If I don't, like I'll be going to the Cape yep. uh, with Chatham. I was supposed to go the past two years with Orleans. With Chat? Oh, with Orleans. Yeah, that, that's, um, Orleans, the cool place. Um, Chatham was one of my favorite places to play at. Um, that's why I heard, like, I've heard nothing but good things about the, like the two organizations. Um, they actually like the director of like I think she's the director of Cage. She said like you can't be you can't come unless you're vaccinated. So everyone's just like, well, <laughs> well this I sucks. guess I got to get vaccinated. No. Yeah. Um. But speaking of the Cage, I got to give a shout out to my boy Yarmouth Dennis, the best program up there. Um, oh. Three back to back to back Cape League champions. You know how it is. 
Yeah, right. Well, that was uh, back in like the 1900s, it felt like. So you were there a long time <laughs> ago before the lower scene baseballs. <laughs> but anyways, man, dude, pleasure having you on, man. You, you're, I mean, we're a big fan of you guys at Arkansas. I mean, the Arkansas fans on Twitter give us a hard time because there's never enough love to give you guys. But we're definitely you know- going to definitely going to keep up with you moving forward, man. You're our, I think our fifth pitcher we've had on this year. And, uh, you know, you guys are always close to our hearts. So we got a good starting five rotation between you guys. Um, if you ever need anything from us, let us know, but I do want to shout out your Instagram. Cause that was like the one requirement you begged us to do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just Patrick Wicklander, no spaces, no anything, just straight as can be. Um, we're gonna be looking forward to watching you pitch this weekend. We're going to get you on pitching ninja. All right. So like, that's our main goal. You have a job. We have a job. We're going to, we're going to do this together, but man, if you ever need anything from us, just let us know. Looking forward to watching the Razorbacks, man, possibly win a national championship. Man, Omaha's a main goal right now. Let's go, man. I appreciate you coming on, man. Yeah. I appreciate y'all for having me. Yeah, sure.